Good evening, everyone. My name is Ryan Page, and with me is my wonderful co-host via Zoom, Matt Brown. Matt, how you doing? I'm excellent this this evening. How are you? Thanks I'm for good. having me. Well, as usual, we have each other every podcast. Yes, we Thank do. You. And so, for those of you who are clicking on this for the first time, and that's probably most of you, uh, this is the tweet cap. So, uh, Matt and I, just a little background, we are childhood friends. I've known this guy since, what, Ms. Valencheck's class? Yeah, we can use that a true class. Yep, Cranberry mm-hmm. Elementary School in Norwalk, Connecticut. Uh, we've since moved apart. I'm no longer in Norwalk, um, but we still are constantly talking about what's trending every day. And because <laughs> of quarantine and just general boredom, I think we decided, you know what? Let's talk about it in front of other people. That, that pretty much sums it up, right, Matt? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it would be really fun. And if I figured... We're gonna reach our. We're gonna reach out to our cell phone providers when we're much older. When we have <laughs> kids, and you know, between I guess the years 2012 till now, and hopefully for many year, more years after that, we discussed the biggest stories in the United States. <laughs> I hope we could get that those text conversations, and it's definitely much easier to get it in a podcast form. So. Yeah, all that wasted things. content, all those years talking to no one. <laughs> you know, there's this there's this YouTube channel called Weird History. Big fan of. They did a uh, they start have a new thing called Timeline, going through the decades. The first mm-hmm. decade they did was the 80s. They're gonna go to the 90s right. now, like really, really in deep, a half an hour of content for the specific year. And I figured that's what huh. our text conversations are like, and what these <laughs> podcasts will be for the. <laughs> You know, the last quarter of 2020, not even, I guess the last fifth of 2020. And, yeah, 2020 uh, is just one long, I, I, it's still like, it's March, what, 130th today? Uh, the whole, March everyone knows. The, yeah, everyone knows that after March, 2020 kind of paused. Uh, we've been in this <laughs> oh, state yes. of COVID limbo uh, since then. Uh, hope everyone is staying safe, staying six feet apart, wearing your mask, the whole nine yards, you know, all of it. But uh, I don't want to talk about COVID today or ever again, really. I know we have to because it's real life, but uh, I'm hoping to use this time to escape the coronavirus. You know, uh, I don't know about you, Matt. A thousand percent. When this COVID ends, I don't want to see any content related to it for a good decade. <laughs> like no documentaries, no no oh, um, feature films from Hollywood. Because you're going to get a lot of them. Well, they're not going to be good. So Every actor waste already them. bought the mask, so they have to use them. <laughs> waste, your mon- waste your money on uh, whatever you're going to produce. I'm just tired of it. it you know. Whoever, what, what, whatever your predictions are, this is going to end in 2022, 20, 21. On my birthday, New Year's Eve, we still have a long not, time ago. Yeah, probably not that one, unfortunately. Uh, probably not that one. But switching to a lighter note, I do want to switch to a lighter note. Did you hear about the Conor McGregor uh, fight? I did. Just- I saw he. He's hard to keep up with. I thought first. I thought he for this fight. He what? His primary demand for this fight, did you hear about that? Primary demand for this one, no. Yeah, so he, he accepted the fight, as you know. Um, the UFC fight. The UFC fight, or MMA fight for, with UFC. Uh, but he wants it to take place in Cowboys Stadium. <laughs> so he, he wants to do the fight, but he'll do it if it's in Cowboys Stadium. So I don't know. What, what are your thoughts of that? I mean, can a UFC fight draw Cowboys Stadium? I think in a... 
non-COVID world, I'd actually think for sure. I, um, especially seems really? down there in the South, there's a lot of people like UFC or at least like Conor McGregor, or like even huge Conor fans. I do, even if they don't, if they only watch his specific fights, people like that. I, I actually do think he can sell out a fight that much with that many people. I genuinely believe that at this point, especially for him. Cause he is the face and the star. So, um, I mean, but I don't, I don't know. He's the face and he's the star, but he has all those problems. I mean, the fight's currently scheduled for January 23rd, so who even knows how many fans you're allowed to have? Well, they are letting it there at the moment. They're yeah, well, that's, that's, nothing. that's actually a different story that I was reading about in the LA Times. But uh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think – I mean, he's not fighting anybody, like, super big. I mean, he's big for UFC. Dustin, uh, I'm not going to say right, Poirier. Assuming that's French of some kind, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's not like it's the Pacquiao fight, right? Yeah, I that's, that's what that's I was wondering big, too. That's it's the only big fight he's got left, right? Didn't he technically schedule about to to fight Manny Pacquiao in a mat in a boxing match, and that Manny Pacquiao will use that to give to donate so, back to the people recovering COVID, specifically in Philippines? Yeah, so I don't see anything here. Like I said, that's not what's that's not what's trending. Um, with Connor, but uh, it's really just about the UFC fight. Um, I'm assuming it'll happen. That's really the, that's the big fight is McGregor versus Pacquiao, which is hysterical since McGregor's had one boxing match ever. But um, that's really the only like main fight that is left now, right? For Connor and McGregor, I mean, unless he changes the weight class, I don't know. I he, he could get real big. Like <laughs> one of the thing. One of the things about that is the fact that, yeah, he he's hard to keep up with. Like, I thought he had some legal trouble at this time, too. And I, it, <laughs> Oh, he definitely has. I don't even think that – I mean, the UFC just kind of ignores that at this point. Yeah, he's the, <laughs> he's the, he is the draw, and he's the guy, so. Yeah, but uh, going back to your point about the, the NFL running – Full full attendance or partial attendance at all of their stadiums. Well, certain um, ones, the, the ones LA that the states. Yeah, the LA Times has an article that I was reading uh, about the NBA bubble, mm-hmm. and they said the NBA doesn't think they're ever going to do that again, even if they can't play next year. They, they want they don't want to do the bubble. I guess one hundred days in the bubble, and the uh, the headline is one hundred days in the NBA's bubble took a toll on players and coaches. Yeah, you I know. Mean, I- I actually was listening to some podcasts um, of players discussing that specifically Jared Dudley with Bill Simmons, and they did hate it. They, they, even despite the paradise, and even if you're forced to stay in Disney World for a few months, you still can get bored in this. I know, but so I'm looking at this quote here, and I don't have the player it came from in front of me, but uh, mentally, it's kind of like every day is Groundhog Day in here. Mm -hmm. And I get that, and I get that because I was sent home from work on March 12th, and I haven't left this apartment since. I mean, I've left mm-hmm. it for, you know, certain things as, you know, restrictions kind of went away in New Jersey, but uh, I haven't gone back to work since then. Uh, I haven't, you know, been able to see people as much as I used to see people, so I just, I don't know. I feel for them because I know, I do know what they're going through, but they're also, you know, in, uh, you know, you said it was a paradise. I doubt it's a paradise, but they're in a resort for certain. And they're also all millionaires. So you're all millionaires on a resort in Orlando. 
um, getting to play basketball, which I know is a job for them. It's not a game, but to kind of go with the Groundhog Day comparison, I, I, I don't know. I don't, no one forced them to do this. I mean, I guess the NBA forced them to do it, right? Kind of. There was really not. I mean, all. there are, you were, you did have the option to opt, opt out. Trevor Rees on the Lakers opt out. I don't know if he technically gets the ring now. Right. That's what I'm saying. But like, so does he get the, does he get the, the ring? I don't take technically don't think so. Right. So you really couldn't opt out. You could just decide not to take it and then whatever happens, happens. But still, no one forced the NBA to have their season or finish their season. If it was mm. going to be that much mental anguish, I don't know. It's just, isn't that, I, I thought it was weird to hear, you know, professional athletes, you know, millionaires, many of them um, talk about how it was like a very hard 100 days. I get they weren't with their family. So that might be part I of think it. That's right? probably the biggest reason for the non-families. Yeah. And they, like they mentioned would, that article. <coughs> like I remember you hear a baseball player, Wilson Ramos from the Mets, and he would talk about, he had a really bad season for them. And like yeah. when he would have, and when he would he would go back to his apartment, go straight to it. He had a lot of time to think of how bad he's doing those lonely thoughts, and it was killing him. So I think, yeah, I I do think it would be a thousand times different if they had families or significant others, especially. I mean, we saw an NBA player try to sneak in a girl. Yeah, and he was getting insanely <laughs> embarrassed. The human hormones hit you. For mo- as long as you're not an asexual person, it but you really think that's what it is? It was just you know a hundred days of you know not being you know with with someone. That's really think what what this all is. They, that's why they're so burnt out at the end of this. Yeah, I don't know. Really, like, I really do think we need human co- communication that much. Like that's why solitary. Communication, sure, but. but yeah, I mean, even I don't know. I guess. <laughs> Never, we're never comparing this to jail or prison. Never, but there's no, a I don't reason why. So. No, I'm saying there's a reason why it's something like solitary confinement is a punishment. True, that's true. That's and uh, obviously this isn't solitary confinement. The farthest no, thing from they have it. their whole team. <laughs> but people uh, need to move out and about, and uh, yeah, at least someone of those calibers, like an NBA professional athlete. Well, I don't know. I don't think that they should be given to separate. You know, because they're NBA professionals, they get to move about freely. It kind mm-hmm. of it goes back to something we talked about. Obviously, not on the podcast because this is the first one. But uh, yeah, uh, the Imagine video, right? Uh, Gail Godot and all of her friends. Yeah, that went viral yes. like at the beginning of quarantine. And then we talked about it on your podcast, Productive Conversations with Matt Brown, mm-hmm. um, with the uh, the naked ballots and all this like Josh Gad and uh, Chris Rock, and kind of it goes with that. Like it just feels like it's an out of touch statement that for some reason you know they had to go to work for a hundred days alone, um, but the rest you know the rest of people who had to go to work for seven months alone in their apartments where they couldn't go outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, they couldn't see people, you know, that didn't matter. That was, you know, I don't know. It just kind of, it reminds me of that in a way, like the Gail Godot video, she actually just went out and said like, sometimes you try and do a good thing and it's just not the right good thing to do. And I, I think that, that this kind of falls into that too. I'm glad this players are talking about the isolation that they experienced in their bubble. But uh, I mean, bubble is literally in the name. <laughs> they were in a bubble, a crafted bubble just for them yeah like i said it must it, it was much easier to be in quarantine depending on your situation literally on your life situation at the moment what right like if and you're a celebrity at a million 
multi-dollar or mansion. millionaire athlete. <laughs> they could right? probably get through it at their own home. Um, quarantine for me, who has a lot of movies to catch up on at the time, that was fine for me. Um, but then, you know, I got insanely bored and really one of the reasons why I'm doing this and I'm still quarantine, you know, I'm not quarantining. I still have ways to still have some things to be patient on. So I figured getting this together in this podcast would be one of those things to distract the time, but we really, it's really been such a time of strategizing and, and people will do what they want at the end of the day. Since we're not in the extremely strict quarantine of March and April, extremely get, strict. now even the littlest things people i mean I've ta- yeah people are risking anything for their satisfaction for instant satisfaction whether it's just to see your friend whether somebody is is horny i've we've seen examples of people they will literally risk it all oh we saw it in the bubble the NBA bubble. <laughs> yeah that and i mean i'm aware of people who've gotten messages and who's done things and are you know, not only risking with bodily fluids, you're not, you know, with already having sex, you're already risking and you could be risking an STD. Why, why right. do you have another thing for it now? An no, STD yeah, or well, COVID. The, the, uh, it's an embarrassing test either way. The University of Georgia, the University of Georgia, uh, they did like a sign or whatever talking about like how to have safe sex in the time of COVID. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, wear a mask and, um, do it from a yeah, doggy position. I mean, that's what it said. I'm not making that up. I was like, a school had to print that. You know, there, there a are dean s- had to a, a dean had to approve that. You know, the director of Res Life at a school had to say, yeah, we need that in every dorm. Every dorm building needs to have that posted. Uh, so it, it's this has changed everything. Um, and by the way, I had uh, I've had two COVID tests and they suck. Yeah, they really are not fun. I mean, they're more fun than COVID. So if you have symptoms, obviously get right. tested. But they're they're not fun. I didn't like it. I don't. I don't know if you've had one or not. I don't know if you've had one or not. But I don't. Know. I haven't had a COVID test at this moment. No. Yeah, not fun. Not fun. Uh, so, question for you, Matt. Who's okay. your favorite Spider-Man? My favorite one really is Tobey Maguire. I would have to go with that. I agree. I think he, I think he perfectly fits who Peter Parker is supposed to be in the com in the original Amazing Spider-Man comics by Stan Lee. I think he fits best that Peter Parker and Spider-Man. If that makes sense. Well, I agree. I think a, part of that I think is nostalgia though because those movies came out when we were kids. Like For sure. when we were Spider-Man age, like you know, kids. So Tom I Holland makes a strong it. push for it. Andrew Garfield wasn't awful. <laughs> but I, he was, he was really decent. Awful. Well, but, um, whether you are a fan of Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, or Tobey Maguire, I think it's official now. Um, we, it was yep. trending a while ago, earlier this week. Uh, I think like the 14th, and I now it's official that all three of them are going to be appearing in the new Spider-Man Three movie. What are your thoughts on that? I'm thrilled. I am absolutely excited and thrilled to hear this great news. There's also rumors. I don't know if it's official, but it would make sense now that we have Venom. A we have Venom coming, the Tom Holland Venom, the best Venom so far. Um, Actually, he wasn't with Tom Holland; he was by himself. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're they're crossing their worlds together. Yeah, like Marvels for Adventures. So Spider Man is technically, and so is Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Jamie Foxx is Electro. So the, the Andrew Garfield one. And I heard there's a rumor that we might see. 
we might see um if you say Willem Dafoe I'm going to be very excited he was the green no we might see Matthew McConaughey as um we might see Matthew McConaughey as as Venom sorry Matthew McConaughey as um Green Goblin sorry yes Matthew McConaughey is Norman Osborn and Green Goblin I don't like that. If we're going to bring everybody together, let's get the, re- you know, let's get the original. Why wouldn't you want the original? Like, is, I don't, I don't think he's done anything. Did he like, is he done with acting? Did something happen? <laughs> Matthew McConaughey? No, William Def- Willem Dafoe. Yeah. He's been in a lot of indies. I really liked him in this movie called the lighthouse and the Florida pl- oh, project. I have not seen it. Lighthouse is excellent. If you have Amazon prime, great for I spooky do. season, really <laughs> insightful. It is it's quite the film. It was one of my favorites last year. What are you watching for Spooky Season? Anything in particular? I've watched Carrie. I've watched okay. the original Michael Myers Halloween, John Carpenter. Yeah. I've watched... Who else have I watched? I've watched... Um, I've watched a couple. I've watched uh, The Shining. I've watched... Never seen The Shining. One of the really, I have you have. Show, I think it's on Showtime at this moment. It's, it's. It really gets. It really gets you going. It's. 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 In a, it's one of the best horror movies of all time for a reason, and so, always pop cultured and a huge internet. Well, yeah, I mean, I know all the quotes and stuff. I know the the cultural significance of The Shining, but I don't think I've ever actually seen The Shining. I know about the scene with the kid on the bike and the here's Johnny with the axe and all that stuff, but. Um, we just watched Hush. It was one. It's a Bloomhouse one from a little while ago. Bloomhouse, love Bloomhouse. Love me some Bloomhouse. I've seen, I've seen it for years. It's been on Netflix, and the guy's got the creepy mask on, and I've never watched it. And so we just watched it. It's actually pretty interesting. The uh, it's about a, uh, I don't know. Can, can is there spoilers for a Bloomhouse movie that's been on Netflix for five years? I don't think so. <laughs> but um. The main character is deaf. You, you'll learn that in the first few seconds of the movie. So sorry I spoiled the beginning. But um, yeah, she's deaf. And so obviously it's a horror movie, but the you know, main character, the final girl, is uh, deaf, which I thought was really interesting because they had to you know, play around with that kind of concept of she couldn't hear anything. Uh, it had to be all through sight. And so, um, yeah, I thought that was a really good movie. We just watched that the other day. And then we watched uh, the the Bly Manor, the Haunting at Bly Manor on Netflix. It's the the sequel to Haunting on Hill House. That was pretty good too. But we've been really bad at spooky season this year, uh, which is I I love Halloween, but uh, I have not been doing that good at the the horror movies and the TV shows and stuff. Really? Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't really know why. I mean, so we watched all of the Halloween towns. Me and my girlfriend. I mean. <laughs> That, that might still be we, we spent a whole day on Halloween. That that movie is twenty two years old. This year, twenty two uh, years old. Twenty two years old. It's literally almost as old as we are. That movie. <laughs> we were really young when that movie came out, as it turns out. So we definitely didn't see that movie when it came out. We definitely saw it secondhand because uh, we would have been like three. But um, yeah, twenty two years ago they made the first Halloween Town movie. Mm-hmm. Yo, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> You want to, I, please, I hope you don't mind me saying. Yeah, go moment. for it. You're up. I get a text. It says, is this Matt Brown from a non-phone number? Number I haven't saved. I said, who is this? Okay. 
I look, uh, I Google it because, you know, everybody, you're freaked out. Nobody usually you would say, hey, this is somebody. I see right. it. I see this number. If this is like, it goes, find out who owns this number. I'm debating, should we call them live on the air? I don't know. They uh, have. I mean, what if, what if they say something that we don't want them to say on the, on the air there? Oh, no, no. All right. We have this here. Sorry. You always have your heart skip a beat. You, I'll read you the text. <laughs> okay. My name is James Williams from clear bridge health. We had our recruitment agency <laughs> review your resume posted for data entry, blah, 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 blah. Well, now you can call me if you want. Finally, the reply back if interested. Yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my God. Matt I Brown gets a job live on our podcast. No, but I just, I, I shouldn't be looking at my phone anyways. But when you see a unfamiliar numbers, who has my exact name, who God knows where he got that. I get James these, Williams. Yeah. I get these calls now, these calls and texts. And I think it's safe to share them. Uh, yeah. They're trying to buy, uh, you know, my dad has a house on fifth street, but like not, not too far from like Mr. Frosty's. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, we still own that house and he rents it out and I keep getting texts and phone calls from somebody who's trying to buy the house. Mm-hmm. And I know my dad's not selling. They just got a new renter in there. And I keep saying like, I'm not Terry. Cause it's always hi Terry every time. And I, keep saying, I'm not Terry. And I sent it to my dad and my dad's like, yeah, he's been calling me too and texting me too. I'm like, all right, cool. So he got a hold of my dad and that's fine. And my dad told him no. And now he keeps calling me again. But again, he's still asking for Terry. So finally, this last time, I'm like, I'm his son, Ryan. I don't know if the house is for sale, but I have to tell you, I think you're barking up the wrong tree. And I haven't heard back from him since. This is like uh, two weeks ago. But yeah, like every couple of weeks, I just get a call or a text from this person who's trying to buy the house. I was like, and again, for my dad, I'm like, it'd be one thing if he hadn't gotten in touch with my dad yet, mm-hmm. I would be, that would make sense. He only has my number somehow. And so he's going to keep calling until he gets, in, you know, hold of Terry. But I don't, I don't trust any numbers whatsoever. Yeah. I, I just well, hang up every single too. time. I probably, I, I would think and assume, okay, if this person's that serious, they'll email me and say, well, yeah, I, because you so can't, I can't, work, trust. I can't. Yeah. For work, I can't anymore. So I used to be able to, because obviously you could, they called my office phone. Um, and now when they call the office phone, it comes over as, um, as from work on my phone. So I know it's to the work phone and it's just been sent over to my cell phone. Yeah. But because I've been home for seven months, whenever I had to call somebody back, I can't call them back from the office phone. I have to call them back from my phone. So a bunch of like restaurants all over the country and doctors all over the country. And I won't get into like the details of what I do cause it's, you know, boring, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, they all have my cell phone number now. So now whenever I get a phone call, it doesn't matter where in the country it is. It doesn't matter, you know, when it is. If it's during business hours, I kind of have to take it because it could very easily be, you know, a doctor or somebody that I work with who's trying to get a hold of me for, uh, for help. And then I have, you know what I mean? If I don't answer it because I'm like, I don't know your number, then they'll go to my boss and say, I called and I didn't get an answer. So Right. Yeah. At this point now, that's the one thing I worry yeah. about with jobs. So as I'm looking for a new job, because I've gotten plenty of calls that seem like that could plenty be. of calls that yeah. seem that are casting call, but I really don't like, I mean, I guess, I don't know if the attitude is always be ready to interview on the spot, 
but um, well, yeah, that's kind of hard, right? It's hard, like getting calls. Like, I guess I'm not. I mean, I probably do now with, with um. Wait, this is weird. I'm sorry. I, I get a message, too. a message that this meeting ends in ten minutes, but that doesn't make sense because we're in a one-on-one. So, yeah, I saw that too. I think we should. Whatever. If anything, we'll you could happens. do. You could redo another one. Yeah, it's fine. um. You could just you could just pick it up one. We could just do. We'll just go to break after. Right. That. Yeah. But, but anyway. um. All right. So. Yeah, it's like are you supposed to? Inter- is that on? the way to go? Interview on the spot because I've interviewed. There's only once in my life I interviewed for a job that I was just with friends, like no way prepared for. I guess I guess I'm technically free. I answered your call, but for now on, if they really want me as a candidate, I'll say they'll call back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah. yeah back, that. Yeah. Back to um Spider Man. Yes, back to Matthew Matthew McConaughey is possibly rumored to be Norman Osborn and Green Goblin. I would like that. All right. I think all right. All right. Mm-hmm. I can't do accents. I don't do accents. I'm not an accent kind but of. But we we all know uh, they're doing but, they're doing the me, the the famous Spider Man meme. Of oh, absolutely! If they don't throw that meme uh, into the mix somehow, or they all start pointing at each other, you you you, mm-hmm. then I I don't know what I don't even know what we're doing here. But um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, obviously that's gonna happen because you know the internet dictates everything we do nowadays. Seems like uh, it. Myself included, including this podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, what else is on? What other projects? So the, there's only two of the things I wanted to talk about. Uh, one of them is just briefly. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I have an inordinate amount of respect for a former Texas congressman turned uh, less than successful presidential candidate, Beto <laughs> O'Rourke. Uh, and he started trending today, which had me worried uh, as you know, everyone has their heart drop when someone they lo- know and care about trends on Twitter because mm-hmm. maybe they died. But um, no, that's not what happened. Luckily, he took a job teaching uh, state politics at Texas State University. That's his hmm. next gig uh, from presidential candidate to Texas State University professor. And he's he's getting a lot of flack for it on Twitter, which is for just what? That said, in stone, there's plenty of people who went to be a professor. I think Neil Armstrong became a professor at the University of Cincinnati, but yeah, well, I, I just I don't understand. I don't understand where the flack is. Like, don't don't state schools deserve qualified teachers? Right. Yeah. Who's more qualified to talk about Texas politics than a successful Texas politician? It makes no sense why they hate for it. But yeah, he's being pretty routinely criticized on Twitter right now. So for anyone who has Twitter open, you find one of those uh, good tweets, you should give it a like from me. I know I already did. But the last Nobody story I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Yeah. So the last story I want to talk to you about is a uplifting story. Not really. Uh, it actually is horrible, but it's very funny. So uh, I was reading the news and I saw this go viral on Twitter and then on Facebook. So young people found it, then old people found it. Um, a Zamboni, who was actually like physically working, caught on fire like mid-clean of an ice rink during a hockey practice. So they came out in the middle of hockey practice. You know, everyone left. So they were going to clean the ice. A Zamboni is the thing they use to like you know resurface the ice for anyone who doesn't know. Um, yeah, and the guy's just driving along, driving along, and then it catches on fire. I think I saw that clip. Bob yeah, line. so the guy uh, looks at it, <laughs> says, uh-oh, turns <laughs> around, drives back to the maintenance area, I'm and then fine. puts the fire out himself. 
This uh, so, Zamboni's on fire. Yeah, so the Zamboni driver uh, was basically responsible for the uh, entirety of putting out the fire, which I think is funny. But uh, I wanted you to read. I wanted to read the quote from the facilities manager to you in the Democrat okay. and Chronicle. So this happened in Rochester. This the is the Democrat and Chronicle. <laughs> yeah, so this is the for those of you who don't know, like I said, I went to school in Rochester, New York. So uh, this is one of the local newspapers there. Uh, but the facilities manager, uh, a guy by the name of Chris Woodsworth, said that the arena has all sorts of safety measures in place, so on and so forth. Uh, but the quote is, not all heroes wear capes. And in this instance, the hero just happened to be driving an ice resurfacer, a Zamboni, if you will. Uh, none of us need further reminders of how bad 2020 has been. However, we received one more last night inside an ice rink. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they just chalked it up to uh, 2020 is going to 2020. And we'll get from there. Sometimes it feels like that. It really does. It really does. It really does. But yeah, I don't know. That story made me laugh. I wanted to share it with you. It, it went viral. It's not and, trending today. And somebody saved him. So somebody saved the day. So shouts to that guy. Yes. Uh, I don't I mean, I don't know if there's the name of the guy on there or not. I mean, let me I'll open it up real quick. See if the driver has a name. I'm sure he does. Always teach to be cool. Stay cool, calm, and collective. Curtis. That's... Uh, Jordan Curtis. So a shout out to Jordan Curtis, a Rochesterian and a Zamboni driver by trade mm-hmm. who uh, calmly drove a burning Zamboni off the ice away from spectators and put out a fire himself. <laughs> and that's it. That's, that was, that's been my week, my day in, uh, on the internet. It's a strange, strange place. Sometimes we love it. Sometimes we're really disappointed by it. But no matter what, it's always there. Indeed. So, um, thank you everyone for listening. Um, yes. Obviously, thank this you. is our first. This is our first time. Our first format. Um, and like I said, these are just conversations me and Matt are already having, but we're doing it with an audience. Uh, so, if you like what you heard, or if you have something that you saw on. Uh, Reddit, on Twitter, Facebook, wherever, that you think would be kind of funny or interesting to cover, then by all means, uh, let me know on Twitter. I'm at RPP95. Or me uh, at Matt Brown31. All yeah, Matt's, e- Matt's easier to find, full disclosure. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely let us know. Um, if you have any stories, obviously tag us in something you want us to look at, and we'll do it. Uh, I'm on Twitter pretty much 24-7, uh, Reddit too. Mm-hmm. I know Matt is a social media aficionado in his own right. Yeah, so, Michael, uh, anything you want to plug, team, Matt, before we uh, say goodbye? Well, definitely you can check out the Productive Conversations podcast with Matt Brown on all, where all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And I just want to just everyone appreciate every moment you got. That's what I want to plug next to my podcast and just keep looking at this and i'm looking forward to doing this ryan i really am absolutely so am i and for those of you who do check out the productive podcast or productive conversations podcast uh there's one episode i think you're gonna like <laughs> at least one easily easily <laughs> one of the best all right matt well obviously stay safe uh good luck with the other podcast and Thank um you. same time next week same time next week see you then <laughs>